Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, coach, and mentor, John Opaluski. How are you today, John? Jim, I'm good. It's good to be with you again, and I love recording, and I love the visiting we get to do prior to recording. Yeah, sometimes even during recording. It sounds yes, like we're working, true. but we're <laughs> right on. Well, hey, um, 223 was a mind blower. Good luck topping that one. Uh, but I, I'm just saying 224, if you have the chance of, of upping 223, it's this one. Um, you are a huge proponent of rhythms. I know you are. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. We talk about money. Well, we all talk about budgets. We talk about calendars and all of a sudden it's a free for all. I, I think, you know, we understand the value of a dollar. But we often don't understand the value of a, of a minute or an hour. So right. I look forward to this. Give us, give us kind of a, 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 a I don't know what you call it, a, an appetizer of what we're about to eat here today. Sure. Uh, you know, on the podcast, Jim, in the past, we've talked about uh, work rest rhythms multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, we've been podcasting. Can you believe we've been podcasting over four years? No. Uh, oh. Yes, I just can't believe that. And uh, Remember, we both had thick heads of dark hair when we started, wasn't it? That was uh, not that that's great. not true. <laughs> <laughs> you, you maybe, but not me. Um, and, and, and if you've listened to the podcast, you're familiar with the four rhythms that we've kind of yeah. had a steady drumbeat about, you know, the daily rhythm where we put yeah. hard edges on our work day. Yeah. Uh, and Genesis one, uh, after this burst of creative activity, it says, and then it was evening. Yeah. There's this divine pause yeah. uh, every day. And, and that rhythm has to do with pivoting from work to your personal life. Uh, yes. We've talked at, at length about the weekly rhythm. Uh, and, and in Genesis chapter two, it says that uh, God made the seventh day different. Yeah. He made it separate. He made it holy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we've talked about that, the power of a weekly pause, a yeah. Sabbath, and, and its regenerative work in our life it that that work of reminding ourselves every week that this is not my baby this is god's and yeah. and god can get more done in my life in six days than he yeah. can get done in seven yeah. uh we talked about a quarterly rhythm where every 90 days it's just good to get out of your zip code spend yeah. a couple hours yeah. or a half day or a full day just doing something yeah. that is not at your house it is a way so yeah. that you can just check out and read and, and tune into something life-giving right? Uh, every 90 days. And then we've talked about a fourth rhythm, uh, a real vacation every year. We've And we've gone on, you know, on and on about this. Like, you know, <laughs> if you're a pastor reading leadership books on vacation, not a real vacation. Answering emails, not a real vacation. Yeah. Uh, working on messages, that's not a real vacation. Having a legitimate yeah. week, two weeks where you disconnect from work yeah. and you give yourself to rest and refueling and replenishing yeah. activity. Um, so we've talked about that a ton. And, yeah. But it's just been recently that I've rediscovered a fifth rhythm. Okay. And this one's a little trickier. Than the first four. Those first four, I think, you know, we can tie it to calendar and yeah. like it's there's there's a there's a logical sequence in our mind. This fifth one, Jim, here it is. It's capacity. Our let me put it this way. It's our capacity versus the demand 
mm-hmm. on our capacity. And and it's mm-hmm. a harder rhythm yeah. because it's really hard to accurately measure how much I have in the tank versus how much I'm expending. Yeah. Uh, how much energy I have versus how much energy is coming out of me. Um, You know, a 40-hour week of routine tasks is not the same as a 40-hour week filled with high-demand tasks. Yes. You know, and I can fool myself into thinking that my capacity versus the demand on my capacity is simply a matter of hours spent working. No, in reality, Jim, it's a matter of what those hours consist of. Yes. And it's highly individualized, right? Because yeah. what's draining for me, things that were they expend a ton of energy for me might not be the same for, for you. Yeah. So this is where we really have to discover and know ourselves. Yeah. Like I know for me, travel is high demand. Okay. When I'm not in my own bed. Uh, when, when it's work-related, I'm not in my own bed. I'm crammed into a, uh, an airplane with people all around me, and I'm running through airports, and you know, I'm, all of that. That is high demand. Um, believe it or not, speaking is high demand. On sure. Oh, yeah. I expend a ton of energy. Yeah. You know, I do that. I wear my Fitbit when I preach. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. can track my heart rate being up for yeah. 30 minutes. And I expend a lot of energy. And so yeah. if you speak multiple times in a, on a Sunday and multiple times in a week, um, for me, I demand. Yeah. Right. And, and so, so you are going to have to figure that out. Yeah. What puts, what puts fuel in the tank? What takes it out of the tank? And if I have a lot of activity stacked next to each other, that's taking yeah. it out. I'm this fifth rhythm is out of yeah. So I want to stop there and let you. Yeah. Well, I have a I have a question because some of the things that take the most energy from me also somehow are really good for me, like speaking, for example. Mm -hmm. So you know, any any pastor knows that by Sunday afternoon, you you feel like you just finished the Baton Death March. You know, you're the trail of tears. The you you just you just feel so exhausted. But but um. A four or five hour conversation with a friend would be energizing. A four or five conversation with a room full of friends is exhausting. But, yes. but I, I'm so excited about it, but it takes everything out of me. Help, help me understand the, the difference yeah. there. So that's you've just kind of nailed it. Just because you look forward to it and you're good at it and you love it doesn't mean yeah. it's not high demand. Okay. All right. High demand is not just stuff we don't like dealing with. Okay. Right. You know, so I love, I love teaching. Yeah. It's one of my highest gifts, yeah. but it still takes a ton out of me. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and I think, I think we've had this simplistic view of, well, if it's something I don't like, then it's, it's, gotcha. it's, it's taxing my capacity. That's an easy, that's an easy one for one relationship that I can, I can do. you like, and I, yeah. in my head, here's where I get into trouble is where I stack a lot of things I love to do on top of each other. And I don't account for the fact that even though I love it, it right. is draining. Right. Okay. All right. I get it. So I go fishing for 12 hours. 
I, I'm refreshed. I go, I go teaching for 12 hours. I need two days to recover from that's right from that. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and so this yeah. is what makes this fifth rhythm tough, you know? And, and so what I'd like us to agree on, hopefully we can agree on this, that not yeah. all tasks and work hours are created equal. Yeah. In terms of their demand on our capacity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then with that in mind, um, I'd like to talk about maybe a way for us to get our arms around this fifth yeah. rhythm. This fifth rhythm, let me just say this. I'm always getting my arm around this fifth one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, hey, I got this knocked out. I don't even have, I can't, yeah. I can't go on autopilot with this one, Jim. This is something I have to pay attention to on a regular yeah. basis. So, so let me, let's talk about maybe three key things here. Uh, the yeah. first one is with this fifth rhythm is it starts with trust. Okay. Trusting that God will provide. Okay. And let me go a little deeper with that thought that God will take our responsible efforts and turn them into something impactful. Yeah. I think I have to be irresponsible. Sometimes I think I have to be irresponsible in my effort in order to be impactful. Yeah. I think God has a different equation there. He will take my responsible efforts and use those to produce good fruit. Yeah. And here's what that protects me from pride. Yeah. Like, Look how hard I worked and look at right. what I've accomplished. Right. Well, it's, hey, I worked hard, but it was responsible. You yeah. can work hard and be responsible at the same yeah. time. And look what God did with that effort. It's, yeah. We've talked about this a lot. It's like God uh, helps, uh, lets us help him cut the lawn. Um, yeah. <laughs> like when my kids were two, my boys were two years old. They all want to cut the lawn with daddy. And so yeah. they would put their hands <laughs> on the bar and I would walk behind them and it it slowed me down. It yeah. took me <laughs> to cut the line. Yeah. We were yeah. so excited that we got they got to help daddy. Yeah. You know, Jim, what you and I do, yeah. we're helping daddy. Right. Yeah. yeah it's like good. that. And and yeah. so so it really begs this question: what do responsible efforts and trust look like? Yeah. And again, I think this is going to be a bit different. The answer to that question is going to be a bit different for every leader. But let me share what it means for me. Yeah. And then I'd love for you to give me some feedback. So for me, it means avoiding multiple long hour days in a row. Okay. Oh, I get it. Sometimes those happen and it's out of your control. Right. But I have to work hard, Jim, to make sure that that's the exception right. and not the rule. Um, when I put in a 16-hour day now, I feel it for three days. Yeah. yeah. When I was 20, I could put four 16-hour days in a row together. Yeah. It was it was irresponsible back then, but I, I had enough youthful yeah. energy to mask the irresponsibility of that, if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm so that's that's the first thing for me. Secondly, it means getting wiser about what I'm gonna commit to and how much time I'm going to commit to them. Yeah, I'm being very careful this year, Jim, about what I say yes to in yeah. terms of speaking, in terms of coaching. And yeah. it's not because I don't want to say yes to all of it. It's right. because I have a 
responsibility to steward this yeah. part of my world. And the people who invite me to speak are not responsible to steward that for me. Right. I must steward that. Yeah. So, so there's, there's that third is for me is being thoughtful about travel. I have a newsflash for our younger leaders. Uh, traveling on an airplane gets less fun the older you get. <laughs> Remember, it's so glamorous, though. You got to fly somewhere yeah. and be in a hotel and speak somewhere. and Yeah, yeah it's just harder. Oh. And I had a stretch last fall uh, where I was traveling by air much more than normal. And it took a lot more out of me than I realized. Yeah. In the moment, I didn't realize what was happening to my capacity. It was shrinking yeah. uh, rapidly. Um, yeah. Here's two more, and then I'd love to hear your thoughts. So yeah. this is me. Here's here's how I'm. Here's what responsible efforts look like for me. I'm ref uh, refusing to descend into workaholic mode when challenges arise. Okay. So yeah. organizationally, when you have a challenge, when something happens that's hard or unexpected or that you weren't accounting for or something you were planning on happening and it's not happening. My default is yeah. to say, I got to work harder. I need to fix I gotta, this. Yeah. I got to fix it. I got to yeah. make up for this. I got to find yeah. more, more of whatever more is. Yeah. And then I start to, I, I start to then extend hours and extend days. And yeah, pretty soon, I'm working week after week, month after month, way too long in yeah. the in the quest to I'm going to make this up. I'm yeah. I feel responsible, so I'm going to whatever it is. Yeah, and, you know, for for a pastor, it could be our givings down. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm shouldering that. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. make this. I am gonna make this happen. And maybe that's the maybe that's the root of it, Jim. I'm yeah. going to make this happen. Look, yeah. I think you'd be shocked if God pulled back the cover and you could yeah. actually see like he sees. I think we would all be shocked at how little we can do. Yeah. Right? Yes, I agree. And 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 yeah. so refusing to become a workaholic in those seasons when organizationally we're being challenged, that's responsible behavior yeah. for me, responsible effort. And then reminding myself Here's the last piece is reminding myself every day, God, this isn't my baby. Yeah. It's yours. Yeah. So that's what they look like for me. I don't know if you have any thoughts. And I went a long way there before I gave you a shot to. Yeah, no, I'm listening. I'm, I'm learning. Well, I'd it's funny because I, I think everybody listening has had the experience you're talking about where I, I did something I loved. Why am I so tired? Mm -hmm. But 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 then we know after tired, like like Numer said, I was so exhausted that I got my PhD. Yeah, I was so exhausted that I went on a date. Like, but you were so exhausted that we we stopped functioning properly. And right. and it that to me the 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 part that's a little counterintuitive is I love to travel, I love new challenges, I love to speak, and it's kind of a famous story when I'm when I'm teaching on this somewhere. I I had two services on Sunday, did a three hour seminar on Monday. Got on a plane Tuesday, had a late night dinner with somebody in Montana, taught three hours that morning, spoke at the church that night. So now I'm up to two, five, six, six, uh, well, no, six, eight, I'm like nine times now, you know, in, in a handful of days, moved time zones, moved time zones again to Idaho, uh, got resettled in another place, staying with the family, 
I, I had never met before, all the niceties and you know what I mean? And then spoke twice. And then I, I remember it was like earlier the next week, I made it back to Michigan. I'd spoken 11 times in, in between Sundays, uh, Sundays included. And I remember, back, I remember that week. Yeah. I remember you, you. says, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm just tired. I don't know why. Remember that? Like, I don't, I'm just you so do. tired. I don't know why. And you said, well, what, you know, what you've been doing? And I told you, and about halfway through, I realized, A, I, I'm, I know what's wrong now. And B, I'm telling the wrong person, like the worst person on the planet to confess this to. It was an explanation that became a confession to Father John, you know, and you gave me a few Hail Marys and a nap and it was, it was good. I, but I think, I think that that's, it doesn't make sense until somebody explains it to you. And then we all nod our heads yeah. and say, that's why I've experienced you know, right. going from the, the wedding and the funeral and the family reunion and the holidays and the, the New Year's Eve service and the, you know, the Christmas Eve and the why am I so tired? It's like, well, it's because you're spending capital emotionally, right. physically and spiritually. But it's not as easy to budget as our hours or our dollars because it's almost intangible. You have to know That's yourself right. well enough to know what puts something in your tank and what takes stuff out of your tank. And just because it's good doesn't mean it didn't cost you something. That's right. And, and, and boy, that's one of the messages I really want uh, all, all of our listeners and watchers to get today. Just because you love yeah. something doesn't mean you're not expending energy. Yeah. Yeah. That Whether you love something or you don't isn't the measure. Yeah. It's learning, okay, when I do this, yeah. this takes a lot of energy from me, even if I yeah. love it. And yeah. being smart about how many of this you yeah. are doing in any given week. Yeah. Um, super important. Um, yeah. you, you know, I think because this is hard to get our, this rhythm is really hard to get our arms around. I'd like to talk as yeah. we kind of wrap up here, Jim, about some yeah. warning signs that Good. the demand is exceeding your capacity. Right. So these know. are yellow lights on our dashboard, yes, right? These aren't right. red lights yet, but these are your tires low. Something's wrong with your oil pressure. Yellow light. I, I'm going to say these are orange. Okay. All right. Almost red. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I, here's, let me just give them to you here. Heightened ir irritability. Mm -hmm. If your spouse is saying you're crabby, yeah. pay attention. Yeah. That, that's probably an indicator that you're, you're exerting past capacity. Yeah. Um, sleep disturbance. And that sleep disturbance can happen in two ways. Insomnia, which I think a lot of us have familiarity with yeah. or hypersomnia, which is the other yeah. extreme where I can't get out of bed. I don't want to get out of yeah. bed. Um, here's, here's another warning sign. And this one I think is a red light, not a yellow light. This third one, the first four rhythms, the daily rhythm, weekly rhythm, quarterly rhythm, annual rhythm are not delivering the refreshing they used to. Yeah. There you go. That's a red light. Yeah. That means, man, something is wrong. These normal rhythms, these first four, they should deliver relief. They should uh, deliver energy to you. Yeah. And when they're not delivering it to you anymore, you know, you now you're in a spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's a, here's a fourth one. Your calendar is empty in relationship to friendship mm -hmm. appointments. Yeah. Now we're going to take, the next pod, 225, and we're going to talk about this this friendship piece uh, at length. And and I think the title is called The Ubiquitous Need for Friendship or something like that. I can't remember the title right now. Um, but these indicators 
are are they're 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 yellow, orange, one of them's red. Yeah. That your demand is exceeding your capacity. Right. And and so I know this one's harder. This is one that I feel like I have to work work on on a regular yeah. basis. I have to be wise. And as a matter of fact, I think this one I need help with. It's hard for me, Jim, to self-regulate this one. Yeah. I need some people in my life who know me well enough that will, I can take my, I can take what's on my plate and put it in front of them and they'll say, John, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you because doing? I care about you. Yeah. That's because right. I love you. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, your spouse can be a real help to you there. Yes. Um, yeah. and some close friends, but, but I'd love you to just, you know, here's what I'm not saying today. I'm not saying these first, the first four rhythms don't matter. They right. do matter. Please be diligent with them. Yeah. I'm just asking you to consider a fifth rhythm today that your capacity and the demands on that capacity is something that will help you if you'll pay close attention to that. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, and, and if you need help with that, Invite somebody into your world. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a coach. Somebody yeah. to help you get your arms around this fifth rhythm, which I I think is um, the hardest of the five. Yeah. To figure out. It's funny. I, I think if you're say scripturally, do we see this? I would say everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. We we see this everywhere, right? We see Jesus very publicly and very privately monitoring whatever this is called. You know, whatever this, yeah. this balance we're discussing is, we see those who get it wrong, um, the Elijahs, you know what I mean? That they're like, everything's bad, everything's wrong. Like, well, yesterday was a great day. Tomorrow, what's going on? Well, it, something broke. Something went beyond what he had yeah. access to. And now what's left is a very defeated, very, you know, negative person that that knows that what he's saying to God isn't even true. He's talking to God and he knows it's not true. I'm the only one and nobody else. And he knows it's not true. Yeah. So I, I think, I think, I think again, you've really struck a chord here that, that managing this, even though it's not mathematically dollars or chronologically hours, right. it's, it's, it's something else that's crucial. And I, I do appreciate you showing us where the lights are on the dashboard. That might be an indicator um, of changing that. I, I think this is another thing too, John, that, that just to be aware of, maybe you can speak to this too, is that the day I discover it, I can't necessarily fix it because I've already got 14 appointments in the next three days that are going to take more out of this. So I, I let pain be a teacher to us. Is that, I mean, what like, I, I just discovered today that my yellow lights, I got three of them on, you know, right now. And, and I, I, but it's this, the season I'm in, when things go back to normal, it's just, I, I got to work hard. So I don't, I, you know, all this stuff, you lie to yourself about to make you feel good about the fact you haven't yeah. changed the oil in 30,000 miles. Um, could you just kind of talk to that person before we go? That, yes. that, that feels like they might be an exception to this rule or life. It just, I, I, I got a young family. I'm working a secular job. I'm trying mm -hmm. to get my church off the ground. I'm trying to, it, yep. as if for a season, it's almost noble or necessary to break the rules the laws of our own body, soul, and spirit. Could you yeah. just speak to that person? Um, I would. I would say several things. Um, I would say first of all, this is a long-term play. Um, yeah, you, and you got to keep that in mind that you're not going to be able to turn this ship 
uh, abruptly. Yeah. Unless you slam into the wall of depression, then you will be forced to do it abruptly. Yeah. You won't have any right. choice. Um, yeah. But let's assume for a minute you're not going to slam into that wall. Um, it's it's a long term uh, play. Yeah. Um, I find it interesting that leaders would never think it was right to disobey the other nine commandments. But this one, I can disobey it. Yeah. And, and not pay price. And the truth yeah. of the matter is, you will pay a price. Yeah. Um, so you're going to, if you're a bivocational, you need to get creative here. Yeah. I understand. I was bivocational for a while. I get that. It It is super challenging. And so finding Sabbath moments, maybe. Uh, just yeah. to get rolling, you might not be able to get a full 24 hour uh, Sabbath. Yeah. Hey, if you can get a six hour Sabbath just to get rolling, right? Right, start where do what you can to try to work your way towards something instead of saying, I can't do it because I can't I'll get a full 24 hours, I can't do any. Right. I don't believe that's true, I agree at all. And and I get it. You know, if you're bivocational, you got young kids, man, everybody in the world wants something from you. Yeah. And just because it's hard <clears throat> doesn't mean you should put it on a shelf. I would submit yeah. to you that there is always going to be something clamoring for your time, for your energy, no matter what stage of life you're in. And, yeah. you know, we raised yeah. four kids. We have four boys pastoring a church. Um, I was, you know, there was so much going on in our world and I didn't know any of the stuff we're talking about. Right. But if I look back on those years that I have found time to carve out, yes, I could have, I could have done that. And and we did, yes. you know, like we had this lady in our church gym, best Christmas present ever. She said for Christmas this year, pastor and Laura, I'm going to babysit your boys every week for a year. It was wow. like, what? <laughs> Four boys. What a courageous soul. What'd you say her phone I, number was, John? I think yeah, a lot of our so listeners were like, I don't know if she's still with us or not. But she, yeah. I hope so. Wow. Just a wonderful person. She had raised three boys, so she got boys. Yeah. And uh, I'm not saying my boys were thrilled about it, but Laura and I were thrilled yeah. <laughs> about it. Yeah. And, and yeah. so we were able to carve out time right and and so yeah i i want you to be you know go back to pod 223 i want you to be yeah. kind to yourself about this right yeah. don't beat yourself up nothing's gained by beating yourself up no but help. let's take small steps toward this yeah. small steps towards um this fifth rhythm or the other four if you're struggling with the other four um but at some point God is, I, here's what I think is going to happen. God is going to knock on your door and say, uh, I'm not giving you wiggle room anymore. Yeah. This is so important. This is so serious. Yeah. I'm so serious about this that I am going to force this issue with you. Yeah, that's good. And, and no longer am I, you know, there are some things that we work our way towards, Jim, obedience wise. And there are other things where the obedience has to be full immediately. 
Yeah. And I'm not going to pretend I know what God's going to talk to you about in those arenas. Right. Yeah. But I want to encourage you, take small steps, work toward this, make progress yeah. with it. At some point, you know, you'll find a good, you'll find a good rhythm and, and be able to do this. Um, yes. But be, be advised that God has the right at any time to jump into the middle of whatever you're trying and say, enough. Yeah. yeah. And I've had those moments. I, I'm pretty sure you have too. I'm pretty sure I have too. Yeah. I saw something this years ago when Jesus take the wheel was a, a big song, you know? Yeah. And somebody said, I don't, I don't need you to take the wheel. I said, I need you to, to pull over the car, take off your flip-flop and start beating some of your kids. Cause it, it wasn't, you know, I, we, we weren't giving him the wheel. We needed a spanking, not uh -huh. a, not a, not a co-pilot, if you will. Yeah. John, thank you for this. This is, again, just the insight. I think we can all tell when something's wrong, but we don't often know what to do about it or why it's wrong. And I think the last two pods, that's that's been that, that negative self-talk. And then today talking about really putting a governor on, on the condition of your soul to focus on quality is more important than quantity being more important. Right. That it's... Yes. it's better investments rather than you know a thousand small ones that are insignificant do do 10 that are awesome and uh mm -hmm. make sure one of those is your own soul so thank you very much i know that spouses are, are grateful for your ministry i know that families are grateful for your ministry churches are grateful for your ministry so let me just join our audience by saying thanks for being you thanks for being honest and teaching us what you know so um I, as always guys if there's anything we can do to help you with this because sometimes this is sufficient you know, word to the wise is sufficient, but I, I'll confess that I'm not always wise. Sometimes mm -hmm. I need I need someone to take off the flip flop and spank me with it to, to get me to to see what is obvious to others around me. So um, at convergecoach.com, contact us. Resources are there. The services that are provided, we're we're just here to help. That's that is our goal. Uh, there's this is not a um, you know this is free of charge, obviously. So we're here to give this away to you. And if it's not sufficient, then know that we'll take another step with you uh, and multiple steps depends on what you need. And so uh, make sure make sure you take advantage of that. It is for you. And it's it's wonderfully generously given by Converge Coaching. And it's uh, it's a great asset to many. So in the meantime, it's Tuesday. You haven't quit, which means we're proud of you. Thank you so much for your obedience, being good and being faithful and the things that God has called you to. So. Go back and get them another week. This is your week to, to serve the Lord and, and put these things into practice as you continue to lead from alignment.